Blog Talk Radio. to another edition of the East West Hoop Soup here on Blog Talk Radio. This is our 40th show, 10 away from 50, as we keep on pushing along as the basketball season moving along. We have a lot of things coming up on the docket tonight. The final, the national championship is set in men's basketball as Louisville is taking on Michigan. And also the women's, basket, the women's national championship is about to be settled as well. And the NBA playoffs are soon. The playoffs the playoff seeds are set, except in the Western Conference. The AC is still a battle, and Brittany Griner, can she be in the NBA? And the Mike Wright situation continues also as well in college basketball. But before we get on, before we start our topic of sh- uh, things for today's show, let me introduce our two co-hosts that always join us every week, and that is from CSNNW.com, College Basketball Insider Greg Crawford, and from Class University, Daryl Simmons. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's a pleasure to be on the show. The Big 4-0, just 10 away from 50. It's been a long time. Yeah, it sure has. And good evening to Jovan and Daryl. And what a week it was in college basketball. Usually you just get the games, but so much going on, so many coaches changing hands. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, and uh, here we go. It's going to continue for the next month or so. So college basketball, it's safe to say, it's pretty much a year-round topic. Definitely a year-round topic, as as you said, is now starting to college basketball is now about to come into a different forefront now as the as the as as the NCAA tournament is about to end. The CBI just ended a couple of days ago, so that just ended. So the NCAA tournament is the last one to end, and then we move on to the college players playing in the in the college all-star games. The Port Smile Invitational, NBA Draft Combine, everything. The college basketball, college basketball is a is a is an all year round sport, and we're seeing that right before our eyes, especially this year. Yeah, you're right about that, Javon. You mentioned some uh, finals. I just want to uh, quick mention. I know uh, there's this, uh, a, a senior graduating uh, named Akari Johnson. I was watching the high school uh, Invitational the other day, and he said that he's uh, he signed for. Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken, he said that Kentucky will be winning uh, the national championship next year. So that's uh, definitely something to look out for. He was All-American this year. So uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, college is definitely talked about all year round. So uh, just a a quick swear of the moment, you know, maybe stir up some controversy because we know uh, Louisville and Michigan will play this Monday night. So they would definitely have to face a good challenge because Louisville has done exceptionally well 
and their run to the championship game. Yeah, they really have. And, and you know, that's going to be some kind of game tomorrow night. You know, speaking of all-star games, guys, we got the Nike Hoop Summit out here on the 20th of April in the Rose Garden in Portland. That's always a huge event. Uh, the top high school players uh, internationally and in the United States. And that that game pretty much sells out here in Portland, which is phenomenal. So it, it just keeps rolling. But uh, I like the Wolverines tomorrow night. I like for them to win by one or two points. And I know I'm going against the grain, but I just don't see them getting beat tomorrow night. I think they're on a roll. I am going to disagree. I'm going to go with the Louisville Cardinals. I mean, they did they did not show up in, in versus Wichita State, which was granted. Wichita State should have beat them. But that was probably a wake-up call for them to get it together. The thing that concerns me about Michigan is Michigan was so close of losing that game to Syracuse. Really were. In Michigan, the thing is that Louisville can enforce on Michigan is imposing the 2-3 zone against against them. Because Syracuse, when they when they put down that that zone on Michigan, Michigan had a hard time scoring the basketball, and they and they, they really should have won that game. But they they should have blew them out. But with Syracuse implying that zone, it made it that much tougher for Michigan to score the basket at crucial points in the game. Yeah, you're right about that, Jermaine. I have to agree with you as well. Uh, to be two against one uh, tonight against Greg. I'm going with Louisville as well. Uh, they definitely uh, have, like I said, just a few moments ago, they they made their way, they proved their point in order to be the number one seed, that they made it thus far in order to go ahead and see tomorrow night to face Michigan. So Louisville all the way. I'll say they went by 10. Oh, man. Ouch. You know, well, what I like about Michigan is that that Wichita State uh, won a lot of pressure games this year, but there's no bigger pressure in basketball for the last three to five years than playing in the Big Ten. And that's why I like Michigan. They're not going to wilt under this Louisville pressure uh, like uh, uh, Wichita State did last night. Uh, uh, you know, against the they wilted like three times down the floor. They traveled once. Then they threw the ball away. Then they traveled again, and that brought them back in the game, even though they hung in there. But they were in a position at that time to blow them out. I just like Big Ten teams when it comes to the final game. They play under that pressure, hostile crowds, and uh, I'm not sure there's a big coaching advantage here. Um, I would agree there isn't a big there isn't a big coaching disadvantage between. Between Beeline and uh and Patino, I definitely think both of them have good, co- good, good, good coaching characteristics that both that both supplement that both supplement their teams well. And I think that it's gonna. Daryl says he got my ten. I think it's gonna come down to the last. I'm gonna think it's gonna come down to the last three to five minutes in the game to determine who wins that the wins national championship. As it should be. Indeed, that's something to look forward to uh, tomorrow night. We'll see who play. Uh, you know who's the better team. So uh, again, Louisville and Michigan tomorrow. So that, that's you know make sure everyone uh, that's listening to us 
that you check out the the March Madness is finally coming to an end. So Louisville, Michigan, and go Louisville. Oh, go Louisville! Are you are you <laughs> going with a uh, Daryl? Are you going with a double? Go Louisville! Are you going with their women's team on Tuesday night? Yeah, I'm going with the girls as well. You know, I watched that uh, game earlier today, and they they California put the press on them from start to finish. Uh, the commentators have mentioned that you know it wasn't the same Louisville team that beat Baylor. Uh, in the first half, but they came out after halftime and switched it around. They put a press against Cal and stopped Cal from uh, scoring. So Louisville was going to win it all. They won the, the Sugar Bowl early in the year. The men's will win tomorrow as well, as well as the girls. So, you know, I'm all in for Louisville. And they should win the baseball, too. They got a good baseball team always. They, yeah. They can win the baseball. So, Ron, we don't have any guests on there tonight, do we? Um, as of right, as of right now, not yet. But if you do want to call in and get involved to the East West Hoops tonight and talk about NCAA men's, women's, NBA, Mike Rice, that whole situation, Brittany Griner, you can call in at three four seven two one five eight five three one. That is three four seven two one five eight five three one. All right, guys, I ask this every week. The topic heated up this week, uh, is Doug Collins going to remain with the Sixers? And I know they're saying it's his choice, but I got to think they're horribly disappointed in Philadelphia this year with the NBA record. I think Doug Collins will not be here next year. I think they're going to move. I think, yes, I think he's not going to be here next year. Doug Collins, if you look at his track record, has not stayed in the place from no longer than three seasons. He's a he's a a guy that can rebuild that can rebuild up a franchise that's been dead. Rebuild them up, get them to their maximum potential, and that's all he can get from them. Players tune them out. I think the now that now this team. Needs a whole another revamping again, a whole another revamping. They need a new voice in that locker room because their, their voice got old. I think it's time for Collins to go back into the the broadcast booth where he will have more fun at now and not being coaching anymore. I mean, he's done great things for this for this team for these past three seasons. But I think it's time for a new voice to coach the Philadelphia 76ers. Hey, you're right about and that. And if that happens, who do you get as coach? Hey, that's a good question, Greg. Uh, you really don't know. Uh, well, I know Avery Johnson is available. Uh, if he's not teaching college ball somewhere, or you know, maybe doing a a, a little league for uh, younger kids in the area. But I, I think the the if it, if it's a possibility, the Sixers should go with Avery Johnson. Uh, you know, he had his mishap in New York, and they replaced him with an interim uh, coach. But the Sixers definitely need a new voice in that locker room. Uh, whatever Doug Collins is saying isn't working anymore. The Sixers have passed their stage as Philadelphia, the fans of Philadelphia. I know they're tired of the Sixers losing. This just isn't the way things should be. You know, you're in the playoffs one year and you're out the next. So they just missed the playoffs. The Bucks clinched the other night against Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. And now the Sixers are, as always, on the outside looking in. So Doug Collins has to go. Avery Johnson is definitely a choice in my book. Or Aaron McKee. He's been assistant coach for years. He's definitely another option for the Sixers. 
And here's an here's a name I'm going to throw out that I can't remember. So that means I'm going to throw it away. But um, one of uh, Eric's Polster's right hand guys down there, Javon, look up the assistant coaches at in uh, at uh, Miami. I know you got the computer in front of you, please. And uh, and I and I'll give you a name that a guy that is definitely ready to be a head coach. And I'm just slipping his mind right now, and I apologize. But he's not McAdoo? So, no, not McAdoo. Okay. Um, let me see. Coaches, 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 coaches. By McAdoo, David Fisdale. Fisdale, absolutely. Yeah, the Fizz. Yeah. That guy is ready to be a head coach. He's yeah, the one that really you. worked with LeBron the most. Yeah, I remember you brought him up over the summer when Portland was looking for their next head coach, and you brought his name up that he could possibly be a good coaching pickup for the Blazers if they yes, went that route. Yeah. Yeah, and I still think – and plus, I think uh, Daryl, he knows the, the conference. He knows the conference, so – it would be a good pickup. It would be a surprise pickup. And I think it would be a totally different pickup than what they picked up with their, uh, with Doug Collins two years ago. Yeah, most definitely. That's something to look forward to in the uh, upcoming weeks. Well, the Sixers off season starts soon. So things need to be made. Uh, changes need to be made uh, very quick, uh, effectively and efficiently. The organization has to do something. I know Will Smith is a part uh, co-owner, and you know he doesn't want to go go to games anymore. And you know see his team uh, losing that he's putting millions of dollars into this organization. So something has to go. If Fizzo comes up, that'd be great. I'm not too sure about his uh, resume, but it sounds like he he worked his way to a position where he has helped LeBron in the previous years to make LeBron who he is today. So that's definitely something to look forward to as well. Well, one final point on him is he coached under Brad Holland at San Diego. That's a terrific coach, Brad Holland, uh, former UCLA Bruin national champion, and the last player ever recruited and signed by John Wooden, Brad Holland. So he's got a good uh, background there, Fisdale. And what more can you ask for working under Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra? This yeah, is true. That's the lineage, the good lineage to learn after. And Sportsha came up through the rinks as well with the Miami Heat. So, yes, he did. So it's a good yes, lineage. Yes, he did. Has the Mike Rice situation calmed down? You know what, Greg? It, it hasn't at all. Uh, you know, we, we saw on Tuesday, uh, ESPN reported out on uh, outside the lines that. Uh, there was some video footage of Mike Rice physically and verbally abusing his players. Uh, and now, the, if I'm not mistaken, the assistant coach resigned as well as the director uh, of athletics. And now it's up to the big guy, the, the president of the university. Uh, uh, people are questioning if the president should resign. And if that doesn't happen, the, probably the board of trustees We'll get rid of him immediately. It's a crazy situation. 
uh, players need to realize that there's a difference between coaching and abuse. Uh, you know, you come to the school to play basketball game. That was the reason why Mike Rice was the coach. And now, you you know, you have this footage happening since November and it's April and it's coming into the light. Something was, had to go wrong in between uh, the players, the coach, and the director of athletics because they said, they mentioned that he was suspended for three days. He had a nice fine and had to go to uh, another, a class for something. So, uh, there's some something is missing because the president hasn't resigned yet. So I think he should resign immediately, just as well as everybody else. Uh, that school needs uh, a new front now. You know, the players and the faculty, family, as well as especially the athletes. You know, they have to gain trust in those new people who come in because they were so used to getting abused every day, and now. We have to see a new face. You know, somebody has to get their mind right because they're distraught. They didn't do so good. And uh, also they're going to the Big Ten next year. So if the Big Ten makes uh, a rule book and, you know, has bylaws that they need to apply to, records would definitely be under the scope. Yeah, I I, I think the president probably has to resign. I I guess the bottom line here is I'm a strong believer in innocent until proven guilty but you can't argue with that videotape uh, in the least. It's very damaging. And uh, the other part about it is I hope that he'll be able to rehabilitate his life. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I hope that people can recover because I think people should be given second chances uh, for the, under certain circumstances. This is one of them. And I hope he can land on his feet, but it won't be in coaching. No, he it won't be in coaching. If it is, it's going to be on a it's going to be on a very lower rank level, D three, NAIA, JUCO, maybe that level, yeah. but nothing high. Not after this. How about the Jovan Alford yeah. All Stars? Uh, I wouldn't have him coaching my team any day. No, nope. No, you wouldn't. Not at all. No, okay. How about the Washington Generals? No, not uh, at all either. Yeah, not at all either. <laughs> he no, would take the no. fun out of the game. Yeah. That's a good yeah, point, you know, Javon. Hey, I'm going to get out of here, guys. You guys finish up. Javon will talk to you in 40 minutes on the golf show. All right. Thank you, guys. All right, great. great job. Thank you. All right, everybody, that was great. Crawford calling in on the East West Hoop Swoop here on Block Talk Radio. But since we have uh, 11 minutes left in the show, let's keep it going. Delved into the NBA. Um, Daryl, which one do you want to go towards? College? Well, college, or should we jump in the NBA playoff races? Uh, we should jump into college first. Uh, matter of fact, UConn and Notre Dame just finished. So we can talk about the women's uh, game real quick. Uh, Louisville, it looks like Louisville will be playing Connecticut. Uh, Skylar Diggins' uh, senior season has came to an end. So she finished uh, actually with the school's leading uh, scorer. She set a new record. So, you know, she, she's a great leader. She's a, definitely a role model team for the freshmen that are in the days to come to this school. So I'm looking forward to see Louisville and Connecticut play play together. 
Definitely. It should be a, it should be a good one. It would been nice to see Diggins in there or Brittany Griner. It would been nice to see them players in there. But you get the matchup that you get. Louisville been playing good. They like the Cinderella in this tournament <laughs> right now on the women's side. So I think you'll get a good matchup from both teams. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, speaking of big teams and big names, uh, Brittany Griner was uh, taught, uh, spoken up to by uh, Mark Cuban. Uh, you know, got an invitation to try for the NBA. So you think she'll be able to keep up with the tempo of the NBA game? Yeah, I mean, she's probably better than a lot of players in there. Not a lot, but some players in the NBA. She's worth, I'm going to go out on a limb, not like a lot of people, and I, and I would say that she's, she's, she's a, she's bad, she's better than a lot of players that will get picked in the second round because we saw in the second round in the draft. A lot of players, they get picked are international players. They get stored over internationally and don't never come over. That's a waste of a pick. Yeah, it definitely is. And uh, not only with a, a recruiting class, but the men's uh, is known to have the best recruiting class uh, this year for the NBA. So that's something to look forward to. I know the draft is coming up uh, in a couple of days. So, Well, not a couple of days, but probably in the weeks to come. So, hey. You know, these guys out here played a wonderful job just as well as the women's team. So, uh, you know, everybody's moving up uh, their ladder. And so, you know, that, that gives us something to look forward to. Uh, these players have done a tremendous job over the last few months since the fall until now, until the very last March of Madness and Selection Sunday. So, you know, I applaud those teams for making it thus far. And we'll be ready to see them in the NBA. You are definitely right about that. And now I'm talking about the NBA. Basically, the playoffs are now set in. If you didn't know, the playoffs are set in the Eastern Conference right now. It's the from one day, it goes Miami, New York, Indiana, Brooklyn, Chicago, Atlanta, Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia was eliminated on Saturday. Basically, the Eastern Conference is very weak this year. Atlanta is a very weak six. Chicago ain't really nothing. Basically, the East is very weak this year. To say the least, Miami's locked up the conference, so they will have home court advantage. Home court advantage throughout the playoffs. And then the Western Conference is not settled yet. Not settled yet, folks. It's still up for grabs with San Antonio as your one, Oklahoma City two, Denver three. Denver's a very interesting three seed. LA, the Clippers are four, the Memphis Grizzlies are five, but. Golden State, Houston, Utah, six, seven, eight, with the Lakers and Mavericks still threatening to take that eight seed, and possibly the Lakers can even get that seven from Houston. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm more interested in looking at the Western Conference now than the Eastern Conference. We can already tell uh, who won the East, uh, right. sadly and unfortunately, but. Uh, you know, the West, uh, the Lakers played earlier today. They lost, if I'm not mistaken. So, that pit Utah on the AFC. So, like you said, it's down to the white. Golden State, Houston, and Utah, and the Lakers. Now, there are five games remaining in the NBA season uh, yep. after today's games were played. So, now it comes down to the best of the best. Uh, you know, Kobe is definitely going to take over for the Lakers. He's got to do so Tried to do so today. However, he came up on the shortness. He played the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, the Clippers actually won their division. Really? Wonderful. They clinched it. 
Yeah, I think they clinched the division for like the first time in a couple of years now. So the Clippers have made history. So it'll be nice to see the Lakers in the AC uh, to give them a playoff run. So I want to stick with, I think Utah and Mavs won't make it this year. Uh, so it'll be the Lakers that eventually end up claiming the AC. Um, this is going to be a, this is going to come down to maturity, and what I mean by that is you have teams in Golden State and in Houston that have not been in this position before. They have not been in this position of in the playoff position, holding up holding the spot. It's up to them now to play out these last five games. You have to go. Four and one or three and two. Two and three and one and five is not, I mean, a one and four is not going to get it done. That will put you out of the playoffs. They have to play 500 ball or better in these last five games if they want to keep their playoff spot. So I think it definitely comes down to maturity. Yeah, you're right about that. Speaking of 500 ball, how about Carmelo Anthony? Uh, I think this man is on the uh, street going by himself. He scored. Uh, 50, he tied his career high for 50 points last week. Then the next night, he scored 42. And then the night after that, he scored 40. And then I believe today, now I might have messed up on the count, but I believe today he scored 36. And they ended up beating uh, Kevin Durant earlier today uh, in a high-scoring game, 120 to 125. Yeah, they, they. They definitely did do that. But the thing that concerns me, as I, as I said to you before on countless games, the thing that concerns me about the Knicks is that Car- can Carmelo do this when 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 the big lights are on? Can he do this in the playoffs? I mean, it's all good and well that he's, like, he's making plays and, you know, doing his thing on the regular season, you know, taking off the under, that's a big win for them. But can he do it in the playoffs when it really counts? Can he do that in that first round matchup when he takes on the Boston Celtics when the lights are really on? And if he gets that yeah, far, can he do it in the second round? The right. the, the way the, the way that he's playing is a curse in a way because now the spotlight is on him. Now he has to perform. If he doesn't yeah, perform, you're... he's going to be put. He's going to get killed in New York. You're right about that. You know, uh, Jason Kidd and everybody else on the team they. They really expected Melo to do everything. Uh, he's been doing it for the last few games. So the ball goes to Melo, Melo in the fourth quarter. If there's two minutes left, give the ball to Melo. That's probably the theme that they're running for the next few games because everything is so crucial. They already have their playoff spot. So there's, there's no way in the world they're catching up to Miami Heat. Uh, but the Pacers now, if they do slip up, the Pacers can move up and things will change for the Boston Celtics. So uh, Miami... Well, not Miami, but, you know, this is for Melo with his fourth straight game with 35 points plus. Uh, you're right. All the lights are on him. You know, this is your game. If you want it this bad, you go ahead and take us to the next round of the playoffs. Definitely, definitely. I I, I really uh, I really agree with you on that statement. We have about two minutes left in the show, 230, 230 minutes, two minutes, 30, 230 left in the Left in the show overall. Um, I think by the time we come back next week, the NBA season will be over. I'm assuming, or it'll be yeah. Well, all right. So by the time we come back next week, we'll have the playoff matchup set. 
what people should watch out for. Watch out in the Western Conference. Don't worry about the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference is set. We all probably know who's going to win these things. There's a lot of fraud teams in there this year in the Eastern Conference. Don't worry about that one. Your main your main focus is that Western Conference because we're we have to watch these three teams at the bottom. You have to watch how Steph Curry leads his team in these last five games. You have to watch if James Harden can keep the shit riding and keep them in the seventh seed. And if you're Utah. Just keep on playing your ball. You've been in this position before. Not worried about you. And can the Lakers play better ball in these last five games? Because it's really going to be up to Kobe Bryant this time. This is his last ride. Yeah, it is. And his contract expires next year. So I'm pretty sure if he doesn't make it this year, uh, it might be over for Kobe. That's it. No more Kobe show. No more, you know, high five, you know, slam dunk. Three point shootout, nah, it's it's over for Kobe after this. So, uh, you know, if he doesn't make this playoff push, this is it. It really is it, and uh, I think that's going to end up. I think that's going to end the East West Hoops for the night. Um, when we come back next week, we'll definitely see. We'll, we'll know what happens in the NCAA tournament. We'll know what happens at that point. Um, we'll know what happens in in basketball in general. It's going to be a different world of basketball. As we now transition from college hoops now, straight to NBA talk. So, next week probably will be majority NBA talk and the NBA draft combine. All that stuff will be coming up as well. So, I hope you all keep on staying tuned and keep on listening as we keep on pushing along and bringing you some good NBA hoops knowledge from the East Coast and from the West Coast, all the way from Greg Crawford over there in Portland. But I'd like to thank everybody for listening today here on Blockchain Radio. So, see you see all next week, same time, same place, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific time here. Soup Soup Show. Everybody have a good night and be safe.